Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show with your host, Nadia Khalil. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to today's show. Today is the 17th of March, 2020. It is a Tuesday, and it is St. Patrick's Day, so happy St. Patrick's Day to everyone who celebrates um, this year. It looks like all the celebrations that we normally had aren't there anymore, at least for this year, and... I thought about that yesterday, and I said, but you know what? We're trying to save lives. We're dealing with something that we don't know that much about. So every day, the more we learn, the more we try to stop it from growing. But that's the obvious thing, right? Because nothing is ever as it is seen, nor as it seems. It's just really different in my brain right now. The sad part is people are getting it, and the ones who get it who do have underlining conditions. I found out yesterday, I watched a report on it by a doctor who actually owns the Los Angeles Times, and he was talking about on their website how they will have all this information, but they kind of make you join the website to get the information. So I, I was just watching him. And he said, this is different from the flu. And people are coming up with antidotes because there is no information like drink water and it'll wash the virus out of you. It'll put it in your stomach instead of let it get stuck in. He said, none of that was true. However, that being said, it's not like the flu. It's like this clever virus that gets in and hides and it starts to attack the immune system of the person. So if the immune system of that person isn't very strong, then it kind of has its way. And they found that the correlation between that virus, the coronavirus, and high blood pressure is the tricky correlation for most people. And a lot of people, a lot of us have high blood pressure. So it's something to just food for thought. Um, I think he's going to be on again tonight, but he's been talking on our cable station, listening to him. Just any bit of true information works. But putting all that aside, I know that we all have a bunch of downtime. And our world stopped literally stopped every ecosystem, every bureaucratic run, every every activity, event, concert, I don't care who it is in our world right now, in this time, we are all at home in order to save. And we may be overreacting, some people say, we may be underreacting, we don't know. But all that put aside, we all have downtime. And this level of downtime, at this magnitude, did not just happen by mistake. But why is downtime 
important. Because all I could even write up for the show yesterday, <clears throat> in this downtime, that the fact that we stopped our lives, how is that going to benefit all of our future? Because the one thing we haven't had is downtime. And now it's the only thing we have. Really think about that. And why? And just think about that. Because I, I couldn't get it out of my brain. Like, isn't that kind of interesting how no matter what it was, no matter how big it was, even in the U.S., we have our primaries today for a presidential candidate. And a, a judge ordered in the state of Ohio for the election to go on. And it's just a preliminary election, but for it to continue. But the governor said, no, we're not doing it. We have to cancel it. And what's happened is gyms have closed all the way to presidential primaries. But what's going on is gyms are now offering you online for you to do your classes with them. And I thought to myself, what if at the end of this, People don't go to gyms anymore because they like working out like that. Or people learn to cook and don't go out to eat as much anymore like we used to. Because we can't. In in California, at least where I live, all restaurants are shut down. Everything is shut down except banks and food and medical facilities. So when we're dealing with this, Where's that benefit to us? Because downtime can dramatically improve our mental and our physical health and our personal relationships. In studies, they found even just employees, just somebody who works somewhere, plugged and took time off, they reduced health issues like heart disease which is the number one in our country. So downtime, what are we resetting here? We're resetting our mental health. We're resetting our physical health. Even though we're in the home, we can still go out for a walk. That's something we can do. But it gives our mind a chance to reflect and sort things. It helps us Take a look at all of the things that we have done and sort it out and clean it up and see the lesson in it and think about and plan what we want to do with our futures and how we will work out the issues that we have now because our brain has always throughout time needed rest, not just the kind of rest that we get when we sleep, but also when we're awake because we usually wake up running, go to sleep with our minds racing. And as a result of that, the quality of our sleep isn't very good, which translated into the quality of our life not being good. 
but would it be harmful if we rested too much? Well, that's actually not going to happen to us because while we're here, we are going to start creating. We don't know yet what we're going to be like when we're rested. We're not even sure we know what rested feels like or recognize that the difference between lonely and restful, the difference between rushing and thinking we were okay and then having this opportunity to rest, what are we going to come out like? When we start to explore other things or we start to read books again or we start watching movies again. I don't know. I know people binge watching stuff. I can't sit for a movie because I fall asleep, but I'm going to try. But as our bodies calm down and as our minds calm down, our brains start to energize. And I remember when my kids were younger and I told them, because I know at that time that's when parents were maxing out their kids. They'd go from like soccer practice to piano practice to, you know, Girl Scouts or Boy Scouts. And, they, you know, their whole day was planned. And by the time they got home between school and all those activities, they were exhausted. And then being a kid, they just wanted to play. And then you'd tell them, oh, no, you got to go to sleep and take a bath. you got to wake up tomorrow morning and go to school and just do this all over again. Because we're like, wow, they're young. We can just cram all this stuff into them. We had a lot of kids with ADD issues and anxiety. And there was a reason for that. Because what happens when our brain starts to rest? We naturally start to meditate. We have the time. But we don't think of it as, oh, my gosh, I'm going to formally go sit and meditate. What that used to look like was somebody sitting on their porch or on their balcony, going for a walk by themselves with enough time to think. They find that, you know how we can't remember a lot of details on things? We end up, like, learning things and we'll actually memorize them. We'll we'll hear things and we'll find a way to, like, teach our brain because now we're using our brain a little bit more in the sense that it's like a one-on-one relationship with us as opposed to a three-on-one. We hear the phone ringing. We hear the bus going by. We hear this. We hear that. And we're trying to, okay, wait, wait, wait. What was that number again? Let me write it down. When we start to read more, we start to have faith in each other more. Why? Because somebody wrote that book. And when somebody else reads it, they're like, wow, there are people thinking in our world. There are people that are creative in our world. There are people who take the time to do this. And thank God they did because now I can read what they wrote. We start doing puzzles and word games, which help strengthen the way we think because How does our mind organize when we clean something, when we do something? We start getting enough sleep. And you'll notice over time you'll end up sleeping a little bit earlier 
because you'll recognize, oh, I'm actually done for today. Not like I still have to do five things before I have to wake up tomorrow morning. I got my coffee on its electric timer. I got to make sure I'm out of my driveway by this time. I got to get the kids to school. And then I got to go here in, in this list that just, it just goes down this pike and you're going down with it. We are going to find new ways to socialize because one-on-one is going to be hard. Um but we may write letters, we may write through emails. Social media may or may not get busier. I did hear this morning that there are a lot of, um, what do they call those, not trolls, Um, people who try to rip you off, shysters. I don't know what they, they had a specific name for them on the news today. People, you know, don't open an email from someone you don't know and don't, answer things on Facebook when you see, like, maybe it's a fake account or whatever. You know, check the people who want a friend request you and all of that. Somebody might slip through. Sometimes it's a duplicate account of someone you know, and you'll be like, hey, I'm already their friend. Why are they friend requesting me again? So, you know, just pay attention to those things because, you know, with people with time on their hands, some of them may not use it in a positive direction. So just make sure you're not part of their little game. But the other thing that we will end up doing naturally, which for some people they'll be like, no, I never do this, I I hate doing that, is exercising physically. We may find that we're just like we need to move and we'll enjoy it, but we'll do it differently than like going to a gym exercising or watching the tape and exercising, but we may put music on and dance. We just might start doing those things. I know my son, because he can't go to the gym, and baseball right now is down, and um, he's like doing three to 500 push-ups a day, not all at one time, but throughout the day. And he's like, wow, using my own body, this actually feels better than when I do the weights. And he's discovering his own strength, and I can't remember what else he does, sit-ups, and he's doing jumping jacks, so he's got those three in his thing. But, you know, he does them just like he would go to a gym, but he's doing them at home, and he's discovering his body in an entirely different way. It's really kind of interesting. So how do we energize our brains? How, how does that look like? You know, like when we think we're somewhere and we go, you know, wow, my brain is kind of powerful, like, hmm, what can I do? Like, what can I explore in this time? And and how how does that affect me now? I have nothing to do anyway. Because just think about eating. There's a huge difference between cooking your own meals and ordering out. There's a huge difference between making time for friends and watching TV. And right now, we're kind of in the cooking our own meals and watching the TV. And then there's a huge difference between completing our tasks for the day and going to bed early. Because that difference is either we're accomplishing our goals to our brain or we are falling short. At the end of the day, when we do our little tally before we go to sleep, we're either falling short 
or we feel like we're accomplishing our goals. If we feel like we're accomplishing our goals, we sleep a lot better than if we think we are falling short. Energy is everything. So with enough energy in your mind, because that's where it starts, and then your body kind of follows, nothing is out of your reach. Just thinking of yourself having more energy creates a different energy around you. Some of us may be getting stir-crazy. We're only on like, we're not even at a week of being home, and we're, at least with projections, going to be home for a while. So if we say to ourselves, hey, you know what? I'm going to be home for a while. How do I want to come out of this? What do I want to know? Do I want to exercise my body and and be in great shape when I get out? What do I want to learn to cook? What are my favorite meals? Because right now, even if you don't have a library of books, you can find anything you want online. Anything. And if you buy basic ingredients, you can cook anything. But there's no such thing. Somebody may have an inclination to something. Talent is really just learning how to do something and then doing it. Choosing to put in the work is a matter of finding the energy even when it doesn't come easy, because that's something Christ kept saying to me over and over again in the beginning. We have to start to start. Once we start something, we get that momentum, that energy, that this isn't out of our reach. It's just not out of my reach. Wow, I thought this was so hard all this time. I thought that person was so much better than I was because they knew how to do that. But so do you. It doesn't make you better than them, and it doesn't make them better than you are. But sometimes we put people in a superhuman category, and the only difference between them and us was that they took the time to try something that we ourselves didn't take the time to try. That was it. Finding the time for hobbies, for our careers, for our relationships was never about finding the time at all. It was about finding the energy and then generating that energy, allowing that energy to propel. Nobody is superhuman. It is how we allot the energy that we have, how we use it, what we allow it to start, and that's how we find out what we like or don't like to do in our lives. You will find, as time goes on in this time, that you may not need coffee to wake you up in the morning. You won't be complaining 
about not getting enough sleep. End of all of this, you're going to learn how to generate the energy in the direction that you want to in your life. And I will tell you, because I did go through this part, because I had meningitis and I was for seven months, I couldn't deal with anybody. And most of that time, my body slept, and that's when all of this began, the whole rumblings of my brain starting to accept the fact that something was going on different in my head prior to seeing Christ. You will start to value your time differently. You won't just throw away your time. We have to have time to understand how important time is to us. Our energy and where we direct it is the single most important factor in our lives. Energy we have is our soul. Without it, our body can't run. For all of us who may not make it through this time, if we contact the virus, if we get sick from the virus, if we die, then it was our time. And I really had to think about that. I had to say, you know, what if I get it? And what if when I get it, I die? And then I thought, Well, then I have to accept that because it will. It would just be my time. But we aren't here to accept dying. We are here to thrive in living. So I take the worst case scenario and I say that and I say, well, sure puts my energy in perspective, but I'm here. And while I'm here, this is what I'm going to do. And whoever comes out standing at the end of this, the lessons we learned, we can benefit from. But we are learning in this time our own brain power and we are learning how to direct our energy. And we've been stripped back and dialed back to zero right now. We are literally at that fork in the road, every single one of us. And we are going to redefine, redefine how we live from this day forward. Even though that was true all along, we never had the time to think about it. We never had the time to say, hey, you know what? Tomorrow I have absolutely nowhere to go. And to the naked eye, Nothing to do. So what do we do? We start creating. We start directing our energy. How much energy am I going to give this? How much energy am I going to give that? And at the end of the day, we're going to realize how much sleep we actually needed, which will tell us what was missing We may not feel 
anxiety like we used to because we're not rushing at a red light trying to get somewhere because there is nowhere to go. And all this happened in the last, around the world, wherever it started in China, to here in the last three months of our lives, two and a half months of our lives. The excuses that we came up with of why we couldn't sleep, why we didn't have time, why we didn't have enough money are gone. They're gone. The negativity that sucked out our energy has become calm. And when we sleep, we recharge and we start again the next day. We are re-energizing ourselves. We are boosting our brain power. And we're creating a new set of resources that we did not have before in quantities that we needed it. It is an amazing feat to now have time to set our intentions, to focus, and to achieve what we want to in our lives. We may learn some of the most, I know it sounds crazy, exciting little things and realize that saying about it's in the small stuff. And we are going to rebuild our foundations, our emotional foundations in this time. We're going to relearn processes, meaning, you know, everyone just wants the answer, just wants what they want. They're willing to pay anything for it. And now they're going to say, oh, I learned how to bake a cake. And somebody will go, oh, really? You could always just go buy one. Yeah, but I learned how to bake one. And it actually came out pretty good. Oh, I wrote a chapter. It took me about three months, but I wrote a chapter for my book. Oh, I helped this person today, and it felt so good. There are elderly in my area, and I was able to help them. They don't even know who I am. They didn't even see me. I just leave food behind their door. Or I cut their grass. Or I take their trash out every week for them. We start to feel again, the feelings that didn't feel like they were there anymore. And we found out not only are they there, that we enjoy those feelings. Or just waking up and taking a breath and really feeling like everything you needed to do was done. And and now you have the time to say, what else do I want to do? Those books that have been sitting on your shelf that you keep thinking you're going to read one day and you open it and you go, it feels so good. God, I can't believe I would have gone through my life and died and those books would be still on my shelf. 
and someone will come in and take them and box them and give them to a charity or give them to a library, and I will never have read them. I watched YouTube videos on how to cook, how to take better care of my skin, how to exercise better for the parts that I want to pay attention to. Mindfulness is developing right now. Processes, patience, just patience alone. Communicating through words with each other. I feel like we're all in our own plastic bubbles right now. But we are going to create a new world from this time in our history. And when we see it that way, we will get to enjoy the uncovering of who we are again. You guys, I'm down with time. I will see you tomorrow on Relationship Wednesday. Have a great day. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the Nadia Khalil Morning Show. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. Dot com.